one of my favorite little nutshells. And well, there's two of them. One, one of them, one of them says respect and agreement are, are not the, necessarily the same thing. And the other is I respect your opinion. I trust my judgment. So if you have an opinion, I can take it in. And what I'm saying when I say I respect it is I respect that that's what you think yeah. and that's what you believe. And I'm taking that in. And, and in this case, I'm not, I don't believe the same thing. I don't accept that. It's it, hell. The world would be in a better place, you know, socially, personally, politically, if we had more of that kind of respect where people could have differences of opinions and not have to be, you know, vilified for that. It starts right here, deep in your heart. Tom Rutledge and Dr. Alan Berger bring over 90 years of clinical experience to this important podcast, and they offer you a guarantee. You will gain something of personal value from each episode. And now, what matters most. It starts right here. Welcome. One more time. Start right here. Right here. I'm pointing to my head. Start right here. I've just realized we're talking about present tense, but today I want to be sure when we're talking about acceptance, we're also talking about starting right here in my head. And with me is Dr. Alan Berger. Well, that's, you've already started the discussion of the topic. I love that. (laughs) You know, when you're pointing to yourself, well, that's, that is acceptance, right? That is mm-hmm. the nuts and bolts or yeah. how you would say it, Tom's nutshell wisdom. It's, well, that, it, yeah, it's, that's acceptance. It, well, it, yeah. In a nutshell, it's, it's more about, yeah, I've been thinking, I actually, I think I started doing, I think I started our pro- podcast earlier today in my head. So I've been, th- I've been taking walk, walks out in the woods with my dog and thinking about this. And yeah, and I think one of the places of acceptance is, it is about understanding how we individually process things. And rather than immediately go to, as I spent much of my earlier life doing, criticizing and even condemning how I do it, trying to change everything about how I do it, actually learning, respectfully learning how I actually process and learning to accept it and understand the value. It doesn't mean I can't change something, but it's like acceptance is so much a part of it. It's so right on. Tom, and, and, you know, look, you and I are both in recovery and, you know, in the rooms, acceptance is talked about all the time. Um, There's that often quoted page 417, right? The infamous page 417. (laughs) And um, I don't have the quote in front of me. Um, Patrick, do you happen to have a big book handy? Is that, do you have that quote or, you know, I can Google it. It'll turn up on Google. No, I, I'm, I'm impressed that Patrick had the big book with an ar- arm's reach. Arms reach. <laughs> got that in a second. He did not have to even get out of his chair. Now, see if it's on in your book at 417. Cause I think in the earlier, in the later editions, it's not present. They took, I think that was Dr. Paul Oliver's story out um, is where that, 
I just love, I just love that Patrick just reached. He, he, I know. He, I did, he, he, he didn't have to look. He just reached back there to get it. Okay, 417. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. Oh, yeah. When I am yeah. disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happened. Oh, just hold it. Just hit the pair. Oh. Just no, no, no. I, I want you to read the rest, but I, I, I just read it again up to that, up to the period. I just want people to register that part. And then we're going to talk about the second part of that. Okay, sure thing. Uh, and acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Yeah. So wow. that part, we're going to stay with that. But now, well, why don't we talk about that part first and then let him read the second half, Tom. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Let's just yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. wisdom in, in that, right? Because I think there's a lot of wisdom in there, in, in that passage that, that was written in the book. What does Absolutely. it do, Tom? What is it? What are what are the thoughts that come to your mind when you hear it? Well, I mean, you know, the parts that jump out at me, of course, are just on the in the most uh, just personal way. Just what I identify with is is just how how ludicrous the the the, the assignment had, had would have been and had been in my life to accept the person and what you cannot change completely. It's like it's like it would be like. It would, I would feel like, no, there's a negotiation in here somewhere, but, but, you know, you're telling me I just accept it completely. Which I think I just, I would, I could, I could remember the overwhelm of that, of that, of that. And I don't remember when the first time I ever read that or heard that, but I do, you know, I've heard it. And it's, it's like, uh, but I do, I do have a memory of the overwhelmingness of that, of like, that seems impossible. Yeah. And it's so necessary. It does. It does take some some work because acceptance isn't a passive thing. It is something you do, right? And you you started right. to talk about that last time, yeah. and I thought that your point about that was so well taken because a lot of people just see it as, oh, all right, I got to accept it. Like that's a passive thing that you just do that some way, but it's right. it's it's it takes a very active process to get to that point of right. acceptance. And, and right. I think maybe that would be good for us to talk about. I mean, you know, I know for me, you know, I, as we got on the show today, I was telling you my wife and I, you know, had at it last night. You know, mm -hmm. she, she's flying back to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. You know, her dad's going to have a surgery. She's very anxious about this and how it's going to go for him. And and um, so she left early this morning and we were just sitting around and my kids are, my older kids are over to help out while she's gone today. And she, you know, somebody turned her and said something like, you know, when are you coming back? And I jumped in and I says, well, Thursday, you know, really praying and please Thursday, it's gotta be Thursday. She says, well, we'll have to see how it goes. And my anxiety kind of goes through the roof. Right. And I go, what do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? See how it goes is that we play. And then she just, and in that she heard, well, I'm not going to support her. And she got really upset with me. And for my part of it is, is just accepting that what she's asking for is really 
this unconditional acceptance and regard from me at this point in time. And I don't have it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'd love to be able to say that I don't have any feelings about this thing, but I do. It's, a, you know, and, and she goes, well, I don't understand why it's a hardship for you. So listeners don't realize that I've got a two-year-old and a seven-year-old, and I've got a 34-year-old and a 36-year-old. And yes, you know, we have a nanny that comes in during the day that helps out, but the nanny does go home at some point. And then it's daddy daycare <laughs> is mm -hmm. what we call it. Mm -hmm. And that means that I'm on with them and which I love. I love my children. I, you know, do whatever I can for them, but it is much harder to be there for them. at 68 at the end of a day than it was when I was 30 mm -hmm. years old, when I had right. my other kids. Right. Well, that's a tough one because for Jess, she says, you know, she says, I don't understand why it's stressful for you. You know, how can that be stressful? I've got everything taken care of. I go, you have during the day. You were wonderful. You've got things laid out. I just got to go to the calendar. I've got the forms in place. You know, one of the things that I was complaining about was taking my two children for flu shots on Monday morning. Mm -hmm. So last year when I took Maddie for a flu shot, she did not want that needle in her arm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was holding her and her hand got free. <laughs> Literally, she tore up my arm with her nails. She was so mm. panicked and scared. So now I'm taking two of them in because only one person can go in the doctor's office on Monday morning at 830. Mm. And I said, I've got some concern about that. Well, why do you have concern? <laughs> I mean, because I know. <laughs> I see myself wrestling Maddie to the ground. And then I started to get creative with that. So I kind of solved that one. I said, is there any alternative other than her getting a shot? Well, they can do the nasal spray. Let's call, please. Let, let's call and get the nasal spray. So I only have to deal with Cece getting a shot. It's going to be a little easier to manage Cece getting a shot than managing Cece. So that part. Because, because basically this is, this is parenting 101, right? It's like, because Cece won't see it coming. CC won't see it coming. Maddie <laughs> knows what it's about, so she's got the anticipatory anxiety. She's freaked out. But I'm, I'm just I'm 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 kafetching here a little bit. I'm just saying that's the kind of stuff that I can handle that, but it it is stressful for me. I hate to see the kids crying. I hate to have to hold them down and to to use power over them in that way. That, that didn't feel good last year with Maddie, even though right, I knew right. it was for a greater good. But I'm also sitting there thinking, well, what kind of trauma is this creating for this poor thing? Right, right. You know, so okay. that's the stuff that goes on for me. But anyway, I'm getting to lost in this whole thing. I'm, I want I want a therapy session today. Tom. Well, I'm, I'm feel I'm, I got to tell I got to be honest with you too that I'm I'm feeling the need to represent uh, Jess a little bit here. Good, please. Uh, in, in a couple of things, I mean, one of the, one of the first things you 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 that I believe is a, is an assumption that you that you made on the front end, which was all, what she wants from me is unconditional. This it's like going like, I bet she didn't say that. And I bet if I asked her, you know, is this, is it, are you asking for it to be this one way unconditional thing for Alan? I would bet you, she would say no. So I don't know what the rest of that is, but that, that, that's an assumption made early on that can, I mean, and that's, and we, and we both know this, we see this coming. You listen from the outside, you see that assumption by itself is going to get trouble. 
going to create more, more and more trouble about that stuff. And it's like, so I think that um, there was something else that came up, but that's, that was the first one I wanted to say is like, be, be careful that you're not, a, you're not buying into your assumptions about what Jess is asking. It's different from saying, this is what it feels like. Well, well okay. So let, let's take that a little further because this is good. Okay. So, so this is okay. what, what I draw that conclusion based on. She's really not interested in how I feel about this. She wants me to take care of it. Seriously. I mean, no, no but, but again, again, if I, if I, if I asked her, Hey, Jess, is that true that you're not, you really aren't concerned about how Alan feels about that? Would say, she say, she say yes. She might say, yeah, yes. my dad, might. I'm so okay. concerned about my dad right now that I think right. he should put all of his feelings aside and just be concerned about me. I think that it's selfish for him to be thinking about himself in any way when I'm worried about my dad and worried about what's going on. She would say that. So I, and I think that that's pretty accurate at this point. Okay. Well, let's, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's see, let's leave it to where she might say that. And and, and you know her better than I do. And I'm not saying she wouldn't, but, but I'm I'm saying leave open the possibility that you may be, there may be assumption getting in the way. No, I listen, it might, I might be, I might be wrong on that, but let's, let's go with this for a minute. Go well, with but it, okay, but it's not, right, it's, it's, it's if, not if just right or wrong. Position. No, no, but let's, okay. if that is it, let's okay. say it is, okay. that's how she's thinking. Cause look, I, that would come up in relationship, but mm-hmm. my needs are more important than your needs at this point in time. And mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that those kinds of discussions come up in relationships. And I understand that. Look, if it was talking about that, she's going back to her dad's on the deathbed. Mm-hmm whole different experience for me at this point in time, right? Now I rally around that flag and I'm, I'm going to do everything I can do, you know, uh, to support her in that, right? I will, I would do that. I can see that in mind. I don't see, this is where I think the difference is coming in between us. Yeah. She's much more threatened by what's going on with her dad than I assess the situation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's her dad. Yeah, that's she loves him. She's concerned about him. I get it. We have a different kind of attachment to him, right? And connection to him. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, that difference. And I that difference is is probably one of the things I'm up against. Right. I'm right. I'm I'm saying to her, look, I want you to think about this the way I'm thinking about it. And she's saying, I want you to think about it the way I'm thinking about it. So if we're okay, if we're keeping if we're keeping the the acceptance in as our theme, the, one of the things to accept is that we can accept with pretty much without argument. I think that each of you has has a different perspective, and and you know we and the goal is not to have the same perspective. Right. It's like yeah. and 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 there are some knowns here, which is she she has a, a a different and more intense investment in this this is this is her father uh and 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 i you know when i think come from my family i also think it turns out she she likes her father right it's like in my family sometimes when people would be on their deathbed you go like well do you like them <laughs> and like, <"Man>, so much <laughs> so so i did like my father but it's, it's a <laughs> him. she's very concerned yeah 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 okay yeah and now you realize also if we were doing it, I, I mean, I'm, you may not speak to me after this after this podcast, but it's like maybe like, the last uh, podcast. <laughs> Patrick, get ready. This maybe this maybe our final. Show. It's gonna be next week. It'll be it'll be Alan and Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> hey Patrick, what happened to Tom? 
We'll just leave just, that screen blank over there. <laughs> just, just a blank screen. I like it. It's like uh, oh, we can put Tom was here. Tom, that, <laughs> like Kilroy. That's exactly. We'll do. No, when, when I'm thinking, if this, okay, if this, if this is, if this is, if this is, if this is, if this was an individual session, when I would be focusing with you on and saying, well, let's look at your side of this and you're, you're bringing up a lot of hers and I get that, that part. So it's like, and, and it's, and I think all that's worth exploring. I, you know, what makes me uncomfortable is is what I know about my side is this, I demand that she consider my feelings in this as well as she considers hers. That's what I'm demanding of her. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, and I, and I know where that comes from. You know, when I was growing up, when my dad died, my mom was so much in her pain, there was no room for me to talk about my pain, to express what was going on. I felt incredibly abandoned, um, invisible, dismissed, all of those feelings. And there's a part of me when Jess takes that attitude of, look, my feelings are important here. I go back to little Alan at 11 years old, standing at the window when my dad, you know, died and have no one to talk to about it. And so I know that that's activating that for me with this whole thing. Okay. So when you you do that, you, you, you gotta, you gotta have your, your finger ready on the pause button. Knowing knowing that, because that, because that's a very direct connection. I mean, in, when it has to do with death, and not only death of death of a parent, but death of a father, it's like. And 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 I know from from just other conversations you've had. How you know? I mean, and, and just knowing when you lose your father at eleven years old, I mean, it's it's that's a, that's a that's a hell of a loss anyway. But the idea of of not not having. Uh, it's inter- it's interesting. My my father had this in common with you. He said he said the day his mother died that he doesn't remember anybody even speaking to him. You know, it's, wow. it's it sounds like he may have had some similar experiences same thing. that you, that you had. It's you, like I yeah. say those same words that your dad. Yeah, yeah. He said, said, said nobody even checked with him. You know how how he was doing. It's like so that's that's I mean that's a heavy duty thing to get. To, uh, tapped into so it's like so one of the things that i what i believe as far as accepting our side of that and now let me you know, i want to double check with you when you're using you're using purposely the word demand you're 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 plugging into to what you teach people about that the problem we have when we're in, we're in distress is that we are demanding something that we probably should be preferring to use the ken kai's thing right it's like like the, that that you know that the, the good news is even though it feels like you have to have it, yeah. you don't, at least in your head, up in your head, you can know, I don't, you're going to be okay. Even though you're not going to have it, get exactly what you want. It's, um, and but I that, also want you to get, comes, I want you to, that ahead. comes from that differentiation between that little 11 year old boy really yep. needed that. Right. I really mm-hmm. needed that. It would have helped me process that. Look, I'm 68 now. I don't need her to do that for me today. I prefer right, but, but little Alan is not. That, that, little, that little Alan is still I 11. Didn't, I didn't get in touch with that until hours after this thing blew up with us. Like yeah. at about three in the morning last night is when it came to me. Aha, this is what this was about. Yeah. This is what it touched in me. And I did. I sent her a text and shared that with her. Now, now an interesting thing is, is this, 
is she shares a very similar experience in terms of that, mm-hmm. which you know, we always, t- we, Jess and I, when we met, and I think one of the reasons that we got so attracted to each other is because of our trauma bond, mm-hmm. because she had the same experience growing up. She wasn't listened to, you know, right. she, she was neglected in her family and she didn't feel like anybody was concerned about her feelings. So here we are, her little girl's getting <laughs> activated, my right. little boy, and now we're having at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, it's that we're, you know, I, I this came up for me a, a while ago in my therapy. It's like, there's limited resources that if I don't get my hands on it, it's well, desperation. Yeah. Yes. There's desperation. that desperation mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. It's it, and 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 the other piece you just added was competitiveness. You know, it's like who's you know, I, I throw I throw the ball out in the middle of the, the middle of the room and say, somebody, somebody get it, you know, and you guys yeah. are fighting over it. It's like yeah. who's, who's gonna and, get it? And she reminds me that my PhD is in psychology and her PhD is in the real science. Yeah. Well, well, if she didn't, I was going to remind you now, don't forget. She's really smart (laughs) in the real science. But that's see, that's what I was trying to start in unpack this last night. I realized my side of this is that the same thing that I feel that, that, you know, it's a projection. I think she's demanding that I do this. Well, I'm demanding that she does that. Yeah. 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 And, 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 the truth is, the bottom line is, you guys, you guys, there's absolutely room for both of you to have needs met here. Yeah, it's like, I mean, one of the things that I got based on what what you were saying before we actually started recording. So I'm I'm cheating a little bit and doing the therapy here, but it's it's like, it, it you know, and I mentioned it to you. You had one of those loss of control experiences when when you know when a nerve gets hit directly. It's like, and so most of the time, and tell me if I'm giving you too much credit, but I don't think I am as old married guys. Most of the time we're pretty good at, at the, give it, give it, give it a few beats before I say anything, you know? So we have a chance to kind of take inventory inside ourselves and do this stuff. Sometimes we miss that. And in that particular case, the way you told it before and the way you told it again, as we're after we started recording, it's like, no, you're that little kid and you got hit directly. And, and, and it's, it's like, and there was an immediate objection to that. And, and that's where I think where those assumptions come out. I think that's when the all or none thinking comes out and it's, it's when it gets really scary. And so, I mean, so part of the process is what we're doing right now, which is to say, okay, we'll slow it down. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to unpack this. We're going to take it apart. We're going to take a look at it and we're going to find a way for there to be win-win solutions here. And, and the other part I always want couples to know you do. I know you do the same thing is, is the coolest thing about having a partner that, you know, cause you have already walked through some really difficult things with is not only are we going to make it through this, but we're going to be stronger for the, for the experience. We're going to be stronger, probably closer, but it's like, but it, it doesn't. And, and I want you to, you, I want to remind you cause you do know this, but I want to say, remind you cause you're in it and say it to the people who are listening that doesn't mean that when you're in the midst of one of these struggles with your, with your, in your relationship, that it doesn't just totally suck. Yeah. It does totally. Suck. Cause it does. It's just, it's just, and, and, and waiting it out and just sitting there, talk about being in the moment. God, that's hard to do when you're, when you're feeling this stuff. Well, and in, in my style is the more talk about it and let's try to sit down and, and hers is nope, I, I want, I don't want to talk about it, you know? 
Well, well that's right. That, no, that uh, we're, we're Didi's the same way. She, she's, you know, I want, I want to have a ping pong match conversation, oh, you know, back and forth, back and forth, you know, and you know, and I, we had, a, we had a wonderful therapist that just would just, you know, she wouldn't, she wouldn't, she wouldn't literally, she kind of literally get in my face, but she'd roll her chair closer to me because she would know when she needed to do that. And she would just say stuff like, well, Tom, we're not going to talk about that right now. Like, not not as patronizing as that sounded. It, it wasn't, but it was like it was like you know. It's like you don't get to decide when everything gets talked about, Tom. It's you know, and this is going to go slow. And, go, and what I learned was it's going to go slower than I wanted to, because the reason I, we wanted to go fast is because we just hate being, we hate the 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 pain and the discomfort. Yes, right. Oh God, that's and talk about accepting I that wanna, the no, challenge. Yeah, you want. There I mean, you, the idea in the, in, in the. Me. That's yeah, yeah. you just hit something is, is right. accepting that I could sit with the discomfort. And, and in the moment, it's like, yeah, th- th- there's a part of me that just I, that's where I actually can, ta- I can feel my feelings that um, I mean, kind of I don't know if it's on, on your behalf or for you or whatever. But when, when I say that, I go like if the role I just know that if the roles were reversed, it's like my, res- my inner response to, yeah, you can sit there with it. You could just be with the discomfort is like. Fuck. you know that's right. no, it's, like, it's true but it's, it's, it's just not, i don't like it it just keeps you know i i've been having this this thing in my the therapy i've started to talk to someone mm-hmm. you know a couple months ago um just to get some more support and to mm-hmm. deal with, you know covid and all the other stuff mm-hmm. that's going on and you know one of the things that keeps coming back is just the grief and the loss with my dad and how significant that was in mm-hmm. so many layers of my experience. And, yeah. you know, at sometimes I have, I don't want to call her today because I'm going to fucking cry today. And I don't want to cry <laughs> today. You know, it's that, that kind of thing that comes up. So I totally resonate with what you're talking about. Yeah. I know that yeah. feeling 100%. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense about your dad too, because I mean, we actually in conversations that we've had, on uh, you've talked about a little bit in the Thursday group and stuff like that. It's just, it's just one of those things that's front and center for you right now. You're re, you're revisiting that that uh, you know, it's 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 amazing. It's like I don't know that we ever become completely healed. We we always want people to know when you when you drop back to to old themes like that. It's like it just means it's time to do some more work there. Yeah. 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 And, um, well, and I'm going kicking and screaming, but I can go kicking and screaming. Just go. <laughs> well, just, just well, and 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 uh, and my and I'm the, I'll say this on behalf of both you and Jess is is just be sure you got your pause button nearby so that that you know you can sl- you can slow it down a little bit when you realize that you may be stepping into some stuff that 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 even even if, because she's in such a stressful situation that she's not going to be as, as as good at processing this stuff either. Right. In the you know you know on the ground in the moment kind of thing both of in both both of you are in a place where it's kind of like it's, sometimes it's just better to you know time out yeah you know just everybody take a breath really love each other well and that's sometimes where you're I can because even this discussion now is just helping me accept the difference between us a lot mm-hmm. is that there is a difference right now in terms of mm-hmm. what's going on and it's getting clearer as we're talking. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the other piece you've talked about too, is, is remembering also the, the uh, you know, and, and so much of this work, so much of recovery, I don't mean just for, from addiction, but recover, recovery is a human experience is, 
is about remembering because it's, it's like we're not learning new shit. You know, we, we, we're, we're forgetting machines, human beings. We're just forgetting stuff. And I, I call it post-it note therapy. It's like the reason we're in each other's lives is because we keep reminding each other of the things we need to be reminded of. I can say this, I can be a reminder to you today. And with, you know, within a short amount of time, I, you may say the exact same words back to me because I need to hear them. And it's like, and rather than think, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm forgetting. It's like, no, we don't need to have better memories. We just need a support system in our lives that keeps reminding us of yeah. the most important stuff. And there is nothing more important than coming back to the place where the, as, the older I've gotten, the more I, I will end a session with couples sometimes just going like, look, just, just take a look at each other and remember that you love each other because yeah, right. that's the most important thing. But You know, another thing I just got in touch with is there's a part of me that I just realized when we were talking is when I said, I demand that you pay attention to my feelings mm-hmm. even more than that. It's like, I get pissed at you. If you don't is yeah. just, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm furious with you. How dare you treat me like I was mm-hmm. treated before. Right. And, and, and then on that, I put on because, and you said you love me. Mm-hmm. You see, it's get, it hooks up to that rule. You're breaking, you're breaking. Uh, no, it says right here on the, in God, the invisible manual that you, that, you, that you can't it's say that. contract that you never signed <laughs> that, that I imagined you did. <laughs> exactly. Well, we all have those invisible manuals that, that basically have those rules in there. And it's like, yeah, if, the word, I mean, I don't know if everybody responds to it. I'd be interested in what other people think, but. And Patrick, tell me what you think about this. The word demand, and maybe it's the word or maybe the way you said it earlier, but it feels angry to me. Yeah, it is. I'm angry. I demand that. I could Does that, that, that feel that way to you, Patrick? That was, that was the pain that I had. It yeah. turned into a demand now. I think I'm looking for backup with Patrick. Though. It's like, did that feel like, the, the, did you feel that too, Patrick? I don't think Patrick's there. I think Patrick went to sleep. Oh, you know what he did? He he set up a cardboard cutout of himself. In that <laughs> he is so smart. <laughs> we think he's there the whole time because we never asked him to say anything. Oh my goodness! Now the, the old the old cardboard you know cutout. He said, he, but he did. I'm not getting into this with these guys. Yeah, he's like, they, good luck with this stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. Pretend at my my internet. Yeah, if, if if he's really smart, yeah, if he's really smart, he's just go, he's going like I'm bailing Rutledge out. Uh-uh, no way. <laughs> I'm not getting into the middle of this stuff. I'm I'm the producer for both these guys. I, I I ain't taking sides. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, but, you're, but I'm taking sides with you because that's right. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. is that yeah. is that thing. When I started to say, I feel she demands that of me, but it's really, it's it's a lot of my demand on her. Well, and the, making, the other, I am making assumptions about where she, now I can see what you meant. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is, is, you know, the best way to help somebody else, I think, get, get to the place where they can acknowledge if they have that too, is again, it's, it's that thing, the thing I, that I just, just, you know, I think it's, it's available in any learning process, personal growth learning process, but I've gotten it mostly from the, from 12 step recovery is taking care of your side of the street first. It's like, you know, and and one of the things I've known people in and around the program, sometimes I think take that so far that it's like, take, you know, that basically it it ends up reinforcing I'm to blame for everything. Uh, And so it's just take care of your, your, whatever's going on. It's your fault. It's like, no, but the idea is 
is even if the other person, even, even if I'm, even if I was exactly right about the other person and my assessment of what they're doing, which I'm probably not, but even if I, if I were, I still need to start here. Oh, start right here. Start, it's our podcast name. <laughs> it's like start right here. That's uh, and, well, and, that's, and what, that's what you're helping me see is see, I get lost mm-hmm. in what she's doing. And oh, easy. Helping yeah. me come back to is start with yourself, Alan. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you're what you're doing in this situation and what this is what's generating your reactions. Right. And see, and the idea when you can own something that you demand, now, and and you tell me if this fits for you, but this is true. For, this would be a, a, a definite truth for me. Is the way I could fool myself into thinking I'm doing it when I'm not is I could own what I'm demanding. And then secretly be going, so now is there something you want to share, you know, about what you're demanding? And it's like, and go like, no, Tom, that's not it. It's like, own it, put it out there and right. let it go. Yep. And it's like, Egh. it's hard work. And, and, and what you said earlier, it's like, the, when we're dealing with acceptance, it isn't, it's, it, 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 acceptance gets easier, but it never gets easy, I don't think. Or at least it hasn't. I'm six. I'm sixty six. Maybe sixty seven. So that's that. So far, it hasn't. It's, um, but it. But with practice, it does get easier. Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick just uh, sent me a message that he had a power outage. And that's <laughs> sure. Right. So that's right. That's the likely excuse, Patrick. We're gonna. We're yeah. Gonna Southern California Edison's power outage grid in. No, I. So he said, "Keep going, keep going." All right, we'll do. Our outage is keep, keep. We'll going. we will forever refer to this podcast as the power outage with the little quotation marks That's around right. it. It's, it's no, but this is good, Tom. You've helped me get centered again, and I good. I owe her an immense. I can see that. I can see. Well, that. and 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 but also, I want to come back though. I want to say there's not there's not a thing wrong with what you want. Yeah. Oh no, listen, I can and look at yeah. it. If it was a preference, if I could have just had it. Yeah. See, this yeah. is where the pause has to come in and I have to I have to deal with little Alan. It's not her job to deal with. Right. Him. You gotta go have a talk with him. Say yeah, I, I, you I know, my, my thing to say to that little kid, it was the most power I mean inner child work is the most powerful stuff that I have ever done. And, uh, it was, and, and it's amazing. Cause that, you know, after Stuart Smalley came out with, you know, Al Franken's character came out, people started to roll their eyes every time we come up with it. And I kind of abandoned it for a little while because I didn't want to deal with that. But then I realized, you know what, that's the, to me, inner, and I call it, I don't even call it just inner child work. I call it inner parent, inner child work, because, because the problem is not finding the inner child. It's developing the inner parent to take care of the inner child. Because otherwise we're walking around as those inner children. You know, that's why we feel, you know, that's why we have that imposter syndrome. That's why we feel like we're 12 years old when everybody else is, is an adult. And it's like, and for me, and I remember when Bedford Combs was my, was doing the, the workshop that I was in where for the first time, he had me put my inner child in my chest and say, he, he gave me this sentence to say, and the sentence was, I am the parents you've always been waiting for. And as you can imagine, those words would not come out of my mouth. I mean, it's like I sat there, I'm, I have no idea of time distortion, but I'm probably at least 20, 25 minutes before I was able to say anything. Then I think I probably said the first sentence, first, first part of that sentence, and then cried for another 40 minutes. It's wow. like, but it was because it was so powerful and it, it was so overwhelming that I was the one who was going to be in charge. 
But that's that's this is to me the inner parent being the inner parent who takes care of the inner child is my my definition of adult. You know, it's it's one of those things that actually shows up in my first book in Simple Truth that I finally figured out the other day, by the way, Alan, I think I wrote that book. And I don't mean I wrote that in 1989. I think I might have written it now. And I, I might have been the voice talking back to that guy because I don't think there's a, there's a lot of stuff there. I don't think I understood then, but I do now. I wonder if it's possible to dictate backwards in time. <laughs> it might that, be, may, that may seem you, weird, you but, but somehow it's somehow found a time warp somewhere. It's like, it's like something in there, but, it, but, but that idea of that definition of, of uh, being an adult helped me throughout this thing of being able to say, I, you know, I am the one who, t- I am the one in charge. I am the one who takes care of me. And so in times like what you're talking about, what you do is go like, Oh, my little guy's talking to me. You know, and he needs me to come back and, and check with him, not try to get Jess to take care of him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's she's struggling taking care of herself. She's busy. Yeah. She's, she's really busy. Yeah. And bless you both, both of your hearts, because in the meantime, you've got those two other precious little ones. You know, it's like. You know, when I'm telling the story like that, I'm just talking about my little, my little guy in the inside of my chest. It's like, you know, you, you've got, you, you've got, you've got ambulatory ones out there right? in, we're, we're, in we're physical really space. That's right. And juggling that at the same time. Try, trying to stab them with shots and stuff. She you really know? does a good job of, I mean, even when she goes, she's really on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I really see that. You guys are good parents. I've seen, I've seen enough of your parenting. No, you're both very good parents. Oh, this you're was both helpful, man. Thank you. Well, this was very you're helpful. welcome. Now, listen, I hope that as you guys are listening to this podcast, you see the process involved. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, as Tom encouraged me as a good friend would to say, hey, forget about what Jess is doing. Look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the that's where you're going to hit gold. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where the, the change and the possibilities exist, not in me trying to figure out her to understand her mm-hmm. better. I mean, I'm not saying that's not helpful at times, but in this case, it's much more helpful to understand me. Well, and the, the other piece I would add, I would say this because I'd want you to hear this, but also for, for people listening and maybe making some sense out of this, you know, out there is, uh, is, is um, it's, there's also, there's also something to be said for, for, for saying the story, the way you said it initially, just because what you're also doing is you're letting whoever you're letting me know you're letting, when, when you were talking at first, you're letting me and Patrick know, you know, what your experience was. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're telling the story as you experienced it. It's yeah. that information, certainly as a friend. And even if we're doing therapy, it's that the information of how people experience stuff is what helps us formulate what, where the needs are. And where we might be able to, 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 you know, that point of intervention that, you know, you and I call our workshop, you know, that, that find, find that place. And it's like, um, and you're, you know, and this is a good, this, actually, it's a very good example when somebody who is open to that and who understands that stuff and just needs that direction. We all, because it's, you know, it's the glasses on your head, you know, you can't, you can't see them on your, you know. Yeah, yeah, you lose your glasses. Where are they? They're on your, that wasn't, everybody yeah. else can see them, but you, you, we can't see, you know, nobody can do this for themselves. We all need help. We need, we need that outside perspective. That's so true. And, you know, and that's the big thing I had to, to struggle with in the beginning. And I think less today, um, although there may still be some residual of that, 
is is this idea that getting help was taking something away from my sense of self instead of adding it's like that was humiliation not humility you know (laughs) for me at some point it's a lot less of that um I tell you what, Alan, that, 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 I just had a faint little voice that said, oh, my God, what's everybody going to think about you out there? And, uh-huh. I, and I want them. You know, what are you going to think about me? Hopefully you think about this is a guy that's living his life and trying to get honest with himself and try right. to figure things out. No, they're going to they're going to no, I can tell you they're going to appreciate you. They're going to appreciate your your honesty and yeah. and and your vulnerability. And, and uh, you know, and if they don't, we, you know, fuck them if they can't take a joke. It's like it's <laughs> like. It's like so too bad, but it's it's like no. It's one of the things, one of the things that that help has helped me a lot is as, as I'm going to say this with some humor, but there's absolute honesty in this, and there's truth to this. It's um, being somebody who fucks up a lot. Uh, you know, it turned out it turns out that the idea of that really, I, I love that. If you ask me, what's your favorite step in the twelve steps? It's ten. You know, ten. Because when you're wrong, you promptly admit it. It's like the idea that my response time can be so much better than it ever was before, where I, where I, where I can actually acknowledge when I have a misstep or a screw up or I've hurt somebody's feelings or done something I need to change, and that I can step in there and own it, that that is a source of self-esteem for me. So the idea is, it's, the, the, the irony of that is, is I get I can come away from a time where I fuck something up with better self-esteem than I had going in because I'm, 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 you know, I'm honoring the fact that I do have that humility and it's like having, you know, and I used to think, Oh, humility. I have, you know, I'm one of those guys that thinks, Oh, I had too much humility, which meant humiliation. But of course, what I realized later, you know, we've, I think we've talked about that. I call that negative arrogance. Now it's um, it's, and it's just, um, um, yeah, it's it's dangerous. Yeah, so it's, it's really dangerous. Mm-hmm. The second half of that, that quote in the big book, and I, Patrick's not here to read it to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the part that um, I've had so many people run into trouble with Tom, and maybe you have too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it goes something like, um, so I love that first that part, right? Acceptance is the answer to all my problems today when I'm disturbed is because I find some person, place, thing, situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. Right. And I can find no serenity at all until I accept that person, place, or thing, or situation as being exactly as the way it's supposed to be at this moment. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other part. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. I found that to be true. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I think that's true, too. But the issue is, is nothing happens in God's world um, by mistake. And here's where I've had people run into it. So I had a client that had a um, 10 year old child and that child um, was having back problems of, and this person was in recovery. Child was having back problems, went to the doctor. They realized that there was a tumor on the child's kidney. So they had to go in. It was cancer. They had to take out the tumor. They did uh, chemotherapy, some radiation therapy. 
looked like the child was clear from cancer. Mm -hmm. 10 months went by, no recurrence. And then one day, um, his child woke up again and complaining of a back problem. Mm -hmm. And they go back to the doctor and it was his worst nightmare. The tumor is now growing on the other kidney and now there's nothing they can do. And the child has six months to live. So this fellow goes to meetings and they start to use this acceptance and say, nothing happens in God's world by mistake. (laughs) And he looked at them and said, so in your God's world, that it's okay to kill a child with a tumor on their kidney. Mm-hmm. What, I don't want to be a part of that world. What kind of world is right. that? Right. And see, that's the part of that part that, that I've seen so many people run up against. Mm-hmm. The way I've resolved it is everything, if you just take that out, you don't have to, ha- that, that piece is not the, cotter pin, if you will, that holds the rest of it together, right? Right, right. You can, uh, to me, you can partial that out of of that whole paragraph, and Mm -hmm. it stands, you don't have to invoke this idea that there's some great plan out there, and somebody's up there deciding who's going to live and who's not going to live and all that other stuff. Right. So what is your reaction to that? Well, I mean, I, I... When I hear that, I take I already take that part out because I because that's not a belief system that I have is is, you know, and and my belief system instead is not. No, that's not how the universe works or how God works. But this is how it works. My my belief system is I don't know how this damn thing works. You know, it's like, you know, my 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 spiritual belief is, is, you know, I have I have very little. You know, I, I don't know much about how that works now. What you know, the, the, you know, this is that per, per personalities, you know, personalities getting in the way of principles. It's like the print, the principles of the program tell us take what's helpful, leave what's not, which gives us permission to edit all of it. You know, it's it's like in and and, uh, and 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 I can tell you examples of me and other people who will, will make a mess of things when we're trying to edit stuff too. But it's like it's in that particular case. You know, what I my my position on that is, if if somebody wants to to, to push that point. That this is the truth, then you're really pushing a particular image of God, you know, and it is God as we understand God. It's we, the universe as we understand the universe. So the idea, yeah, the idea, and it's basically using, a, in my opinion, a limited view that God is made in our image, that he's some, some, he, he or she is, is some person making decisions about our lives like that. And, and, and if that were the case, if somebody were to present me with what I would say to the guy that you're talking about, if, if somebody were to present me with information, the hypothetical is, this is how the universe works. And some, somebody up there in the sky decided to kill your child. Then I would go like, I'm I'll, I'll go with you. I'm not, I don't want any part of this either. You know, it's, it's like, but that I don't believe that I believe, I believe that, that all of this is all of these are available tools for us to use and find out what helps us most. And in a situation like that, I, I, I would say I'd almost, almost, you almost have to take that out. You know, and and then unless you want to be delusional and think, you know, and I mean, you know, you can, and you can do that too. But it's like, no, I don't. You know, I don't, well, I don't you're think. you're generating a really good point too, because 
you know, what happened with this person when, when people, you know, with all the best intentions of the world coming mm-hmm. to him after meetings and would share mm-hmm. them, it was mm-hmm. turning them off to go to meetings. Yeah. You know, it was really hard. And what was once a place of support and a resource for him was fast becoming a place that, that he didn't feel at all was right. a safe place for him to go. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, he ended up working through that and found some meetings where they didn't have that kind of philosophy and weren't bringing right. that in. But, you know, it, it's a good point for all of us to think about, you know, I'm not here to put my trip on somebody else, right? My understanding, Absolutely. my beliefs. And Bill even warns about that in the big book. Don't try to get someone to believe the God that you have. It's mm-hmm. about a God of each of our understanding. Right. right. And, that there, and that's why this program works, because there's right. room for all of us. Well, and, and, and to go to the acceptance part of what we're talking about today is, is that's also where the act as if thing, the principle can really help too, because even if, 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 if for some reason I, I didn't feel able to take that part of no accidents out of there, what I could add into that is to say, okay, I, what I'm going to do is understand this is meant for me to act as if uh, th- there are no accidents. Me, and that only means it comes back to the very same thing that acceptance is always about. I can't change what's already happened of all the things I cannot change. I cannot change what's already happened. And it's like, I have to, whatever I'm going to do, I have to process it from here forward. And, and, uh, and that's just the truth, no matter what, because we, because in in spite of my theory on how I, how I wrote my first book, I don't think time travel is really a, a, a viable possibility. No, no, this is, uh, no, I hear you, man. I think that this is very important, is that, you know, we can, you know, we can edit that out if that's, you know, if that doesn't fit for us and we don't have to just swallow it whole. Well, it's, you know, when, you know, when we talk about my nutshells, one of my favorite little nutshells, and I always say most of my right or has my own reminders, but one of them just says, um, um, well, there's two of them. One, one, of, them, one of them says, Respect and agreement are, are not the, necessarily the same thing. And the other is, I respect your opinion. I trust my judgment. And so that's, that's the position of being in charge of your own life and to be able to say, I want to say, to say I respect and does not mean I have to agree. So if you have an opinion, I can take it in. And what I'm saying when I say I respect it is I respect that that's what you think yeah. and that's what you believe. And I'm taking that in. And, and in this case, I'm not, I don't believe the same thing. I don't accept that. It's it, hell. The world would be in a better place, you know, socially, personally, politically, if we had more of that kind of respect where people could have differences of opinions and not have to be, you know, vilified for that. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking that let's think about doing a part two next week on acceptance. Okay. And okay. because I, I think it would, it would be worthwhile to focus even more on what do we do when we're resisting that acceptance? When yes, I love that. Yeah. It, right. I mean, how do we deal with that? And, mm-hmm. you know, I can share, you know, what this man taught me about it when he was dealing with the death of his 10 year old, something about, you know, facing a crisis of that magnitude that really um, can reveal a lot about, our human nature. I tell you what, it's, it's, I have, I have worked on several occasions now through the years with parents who've lost children. And it's like, 
I mean, first of all, you, you know, yeah, I'm this. I I do. I mean, I, I am convinced of that. There, I don't think there is a greater loss, and I don't think there is anything that that can impact somebody stronger. But I've seen. I've also watched people. I mean, I've never seen any two people, including people who are married. It, I've never seen two people respond to it the same way. I mean, it's it's it's. It, but it basically, it just. I mean, it demands that you're going to change. You know, and it's and it's like it's um, so I don't want to make that whole subject about that. But but the resistance to acceptance, I like that a lot. Let's do it. That'll be next week. OK. And Patrick, oh, look, look, Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> We're suspicious of this power outage, by the way. We, we, we oh, have, yeah. No, it, uh, it was, we it are very making sudden. up. We are it's, making up a story a, that says that we were at a very tense moment in the therapy mm-hmm. and you just didn't want to be a part of it. And you said, mm-hmm. let these guys go. I'm going to check out of here and then I'll come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you had yeah, a the, really hard to get out of the kitchen, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought you had a cardboard cut out of yourself there for a little while. <laughs> it's like, which I thought was very clever. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, you're going to have to move. We were in mission impossible mode here. We thought <laughs> that, you had the whole team of Mission Impossible behind that's you. Right, that's right. So, so next week we're doing part two of acceptance. We're dealing with resistance to acceptance. Resistance to acceptance. Okay. So this will, yeah, this will be part one of two. And then the following week we'll be with John and uh, we'll, uh, uh, that'll be exciting, John, you know. Uh, yeah. John Amadeo is our, our good friend, a brilliant author, a therapist, and he's going to be with us in two weeks. And he's going to be our very first guest. That's right. <laughs> Patrick, everything okay? The power outage didn't hurt anything? Or? Uh, uh, well, you know, I should probably turn off my computer in case it's out for a really long time and, uh, you know, I don't have battery charging. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, everything's good. Uh, you know, I'll just uh, look forward to watching the section of the uh, of the um, podcast that I missed. Uh, yeah. And um, have you guys done your sign-offs yet? No. We're going to do it right oh. now? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, stay on for like a minute just so I can talk with you. Okay. Well, you, uh, if anybody is interested in knowing more about me, uh, my website is uh, tomrutledge.com and uh, all information about my books, art, the stuff that Alan and I are doing, uh, a lot of free downloads there. So, so uh, check me out and uh, you can email me from there if you have any questions or comments about our, our program. We'd love to hear from you. So um, you can learn more about my work at abphd.com. And I have a lot of resources available as well as a bookstore. And if anybody would care to donate to pay Tom for the therapy session he gave me today, you can do so at. No. Venmo me. Beautiful. In other words, Alan's not paying. I'm not it's paying. It's like, <laughs> good, wasn't it? No. Right. It was very helpful. Thanks, Tom. Well, you're welcome. All right, you guys. Talk to you later. It's a spiral, not a circle. Goes round, round, round. The solutions be your own friend. Never see never in either direction. Look in the mirror, trust the reflection